What's up, what's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Rhiannon Varela, back on it with our college series. Y'all, I am so excited to launch this series. Right now, we're pre-recording, so whenever you get to this episode, I literally am stupid excited. Today, we're gonna have my best friend, Charles, literally the brother that I already have and didn't ask for. Me and Charles have had an interesting college career together, both in undergrad and in our grad programs. I know he's going to share such a fresh perspective on everything and shine a great light on the pros and cons of university life, both in undergrad and in grad school. I'm going to boost his head a little bit, but I got to do it before I get him on the meeting because I can't have him knowing that I boost his head to other people, you feel me? But Charles is literally one of the most hardworking genuine people that I know he irritates the shit out of me but it's a love-hate relationship between the brother and sister at times you know but Charles was an athlete amazing athlete um he got great grades he's very ambitious worked very hard and set himself up to be directly in the position that he's in so everything that he worked hard for in undergrad and in grad school is actually coming to fruition right now as he just started his career Um, in healthcare administration. I'll let him touch base on that and teach you guys what he has as far as his expertise with college. So let me go ahead and get this meeting started. Hopefully he's on time. Let's see if he's in here. No, he's not in here. So I guess I could tell y'all a little bit more. Um, This is going to be interesting because Charles is very real, raw, and uncut. And um, it it could potentially get a little interesting with us two in this meeting. So, let's, oh, there he is, right there. Hold on, let me get, let me get the speaker on, Chuck. Okay, can you hear me? Hold on. No. Hold on, I just turned the sound off. Okay, okay, talk. Mic'd up, mic'd up. We're mic'd up, check one, two. All right, Chuck, I introduced you a little bit, but I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to the retakers. Go for it, Tom. Go ahead. <laughs> My name is Charles County. I'm one of Rhiannon's, you know, friends. I was raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I'm 23 years old. I went to school at Eastern New Mexico University. I was a student athlete. Um, I also got my master's degree from um, Eastern New Mexico University in business. I currently live in Greeley, Colorado, which is about 30 minutes from Denver. Um, I work as a healthcare administrator. Um, I basically help manage 12 clinics in Weld County. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I got, you know, some siblings and stuff, but we'll get into more detail if you need to know more about me, but that's that's that's, that's a little bit about me. That, that, so I just want you to know, Chuck, I boosted your head a little bit, but I didn't want you to hear me boosting your head, so you're just going to have to play it back to hear it. But the reason why I knew that you needed to be on this podcast, Charles, is because I knew you could shed some light on so many different aspects of your college career. One, athletics. Two, undergrad. Three, grad school. All of those things. But before we get started, I want to ask you, on a level of one... To full exposure, how much do I get to expose you today, Charles? Zero. No <laughs> exposure. No I don't need to get no, none of my past, none of my college 
experience. I do not want to get exposed at all. I'm just trying to keep it real, Ron. Uncut, Chuck, like I want you to learn like, these people something. I know, I know your podcast is about real, raw, uncut, but I'm already real, raw, uncut. I so told them this, bro. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you real, raw, uh, but don't expose me. I'm well, just talking. Know, I'm just they don't talking. need to know all that about. They don't need to know everything about. Well, you me. just expose yourself saying it that way. But let's let's get into it. Okay, Charles. If there were five things you could tell people that you loved and hated about college, what are they? I hate it. I hate Portales. Portales <laughs> is in New that. Mexico, y'all. It's the it's the town that me and Charles and all of our friends went to for our undergrad. Um, but why did you hate Portales, Chuck? Um, it's just, there ain't nothing to do out there. You gotta make and your own fun. The re- yeah, you have to make your own fun. The reason people normally go to Portales, I tell people the only reason people go to Portales is to play sports and get an education. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you ain't gonna never, never go there. I got out of there as, as soon as I graduated. I wasn't sitting here longer, but some of the things I love, I think, um, obviously, I love that I got my education. Um, so, you know, now that I'm out and about in bigger cities and stuff, I always look at, dang, I should have went to this school. I should have went to this school. I would have had so much fun. Um, but that's kind of where God sent me, so that's kind of where I went. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the next thing that, you know, I really appreciate the most, and these guys are still my friends today, but the friendships that I made. Um, I normally don't have a lot of friends. I have, like, a lot of acquaintances, a lot of people that... You know, I know and I talk to, you know, they're cool and I'll talk to them on a regular basis, but I have some, like, you know, a great group of friends um, that I know I can always count on. Shout out to my boy Johnny, Isaiah, you know, my best friend Reggie and, you know, my brother. Those are, you know, some of my, you know, my, my closest friends that I still talk to today. Bro, you better shout me out. You know you're going to be a bridesmaid. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, shout out to, you know, to me and too, but I thought they already knew. Um, but you know, people I talk to on a daily basis and that's something that you can't get, you know, anywhere, you know, that friendship and just real quality friendship. So I've been friends with these, these people well over years. So, um, so that's two things that I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate playing sports there. Um, not a lot of people get to go next level and, and take their talent and get their education paid for. Um, mm-hmm. I think that is so important. And I always, you know, used to try to, you know, tell some of the football guys like, Hey, you know, don't be here BSing on your education because it's getting paid for it. And some people can't get their education paid for. Fair. And I always tell them, like, you got to use the system how the system uses you. Because after we, after we graduate, you know, we we're just another number. We we're just another good athlete. So I was able to get my master's degree paid for all the way through by football. So I used the system more than they used me. Um, and that's what I always try to preach to, you know, the younger guys that came in. Even older guys, like, that would be their BS and not going to class and stuff. At the end of the day, your education is something you can be. So that's, that's three. Um, I think I had a great college experience. Uh, I mean, with partying and having fun and uh, from that aspect. Um, I think it could have been better if I went to a bigger school. But Hell no, we did not I, need I that work. for you. Uh, <laughs> I made it work. It was fun. Um, you know, I, I had a lot more fun. Well, not a lot more fun. I had a lot of fun. You know, my freshman, sophomore year, I was a little wild. We're not going to get into that. But uh, <laughs> as I got into my junior, senior, I got into relationships. But I think it's, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at. Honestly, you're going to make fun, you know, regardless where you're at with your friends and, and and anything. You don't need a club. And every time they have fun, you can just make fun on your own. So I think um, that was another great thing. And um, let's see what else. 
I got my dog. <laughs> I got my first dog in, in, in college. Um, his name's Alakai. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's here really right now, bringing this damn ball to me every two seconds. But uh, <laughs> that was one thing. Um, maturity, maturity. Uh, that took me to another level of maturity because I've always just looked out after myself and now him. It's, it's a hassle having to beat him. And anytime I want to go out of town, he got to go out of town. And, and that type of stuff but mm-hmm. overall college was good to me um i'm able to say i'm blessed that i came out with great friends education no debt yeah that's you know, that's the biggest thing that, no debt a great yeah a, a, a great you know i had um you know a great college football experience so those are some of the the, the pros but there wasn't really too many cons the cons were poor talent it's, it's whack it's, you know i don't want to cuss but it's whack and um, I would not want to spend any minute longer there than I had to. Why you say whack so, so hard? I'm weak. <laughs> you came in with that. So that's, whack. A, that's a little. That's there's there. That's whack. It's lame. So okay. There's the answers to your first question. What else you got? You don't have any more cons. Honestly, that's that's cool. That's I love that that you had more pros than cons. I feel like some people obviously do have more cons than they do have pros. But y'all, just like Charles said, from the jump, our, I, I don't know what we call it, like our class, our cohort, both in undergrad and um, graduate school, we made the fun. You know what I mean? And I think one one important thing that you could key into from what Charles just told you is the way to have fun. One is to make it. That means getting yourself out there, trying new things, taking yourself out of your comfort zone, getting involved. Like Charles was beyond just a football player. And like a good student, y'all, like he was in Delta Mu Delta. He was the president. He left that part out. That's like a big prestigious um, business thing that took place at Eastern. He did community service. Um, What else did you do? You did stuff with the kids. The football team did stuff with the kids and all those types of things. So he kept himself busy. You know what I mean? And as far as keeping himself busy, he always had his end goal in mind. If that's one thing that I have to praise you for, Chuck, you always had your end goal in mind. People like me, I've struggled. I've kind of went all over the place in college. Like, oh, I like this. Nah, I don't like this. Oh, I like this. Let me try this. But Charles has always said, I want to be a healthcare administrator. I'm going to be a healthcare administrator. And that was always his end goal in mind. So obviously, some people are going to be like me. You're not going to know. And that's totally fine. But if you're like Charles, it's a lot stress-free. <laughs> a lot more stress-free. And, you know, you, you're so focused on that one end goal that you're, you're bound to make it there. You know what I mean? So as far as, t- talk to them a little bit, Chuck, about what it was like setting yourself up to be in the position you're in right now, actually working as a healthcare administrator and kind of touch base on that position and like what you do and things like that. Yeah, so, you know, I'm very religious and I, and I'm very, and I believe a lot in, you know, people fulfilling their calling. And I really do think, you know, and people know me, um, I'm very blunt. I'm very straightforward. I can come off as aggressive when I talk to people. Um, but I do believe my calling is, is to help people who are unfortunate. I just, just help people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the background, how I got into healthcare administration is, um, in high school, well, my best friend's mom, um, She's one of my, you know, biggest inspirations, and she, she really doesn't know how much she inspires me. But my best friend Reggie, mom, she's a healthcare administrator, um, and so in high school I started volunteering um, at the hospital and emergency room department, 
and I used to just be like, hey, I, I want to be a doctor at first, I want to be a, a PT, I want to be all this stuff, you know, um, and as I started getting into college, I started ironing down what I wanted to be, well, before I went to college, I knew I wanted to be a healthcare administrator, but I also wanted to be a clinician, too, so when I first started college off, I um, was, you know, majoring in biology and business, mm-hmm. and then my um, advisor, Dr. Snyder, um, someone I still talk to to, the, to this day, he's telling me, like, hey, if you drop your, your biology degree, you can, um, get your business your master's degree in five years and I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna drop this like you know it, I, I kind of thought about it for a little but I was like no let me do this to get it to pay for them mm-hmm. um so that's kind of how I went that route into going to help administration but I think I mean I always tell this and I know me and my brother me and my brother we're, we're like 11 months 12 months apart um and shout he out Todd my best friend we're close and I can go to him think yeah Todd a future doctor future doctor of chiropractic but um you know, I think it's about surrounding yourself with people who are, are, are successful and or want to be successful and, you know, have that drive. I think that's the biggest thing. And even with my best friend, Reggie, we always we always talk about, you know, who we surround ourselves around, who we surround ourselves on. Like, all my friends, like my friends, not my acquaintances, my friends are doing something. Like, my best friend, Johnny, he, he's going he's going to the same school my brother's going to, getting his, his doctorate in chiropractic. My, my other best friend, Isaiah, he just graduated this year in December with his master's degree. Rihanna, she has her master's degree. So that that's kind of, I think, a big part is surrounding yourself around successful people. And now mm-hmm. that I am in my career, it only went to the next level. Um, I'm, I'm surrounded, you know, with the C. I work directly with the CEO of the company and all the chief operating officers and the, the, the other CEOs of the other hospitals around us. Yes. Um, so I think this surrounding yourself around those people it, it doesn't it just when you're around those people it just makes you see success a little different like people think you know thirty thousand forty thousand dollars or and it's not be a price you know yeah and the more i work with underserved people i've kind of become more appreciative of what i have and the type of money i have because there are people that just don't have anything that don't have no money right. so you thinking thirty thousand dollars you know at least you're able to pay your bills not live check to check you know live with a roof of your head and all that stuff um but I think surrounding myself around these people have pushed me to the next level. You know, I always, you know, I want to go and get my doctor's degree uh, more, more so because my brother's going to have his doctor's degree. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, dang, he can't have a doctor's degree, but I have a master's degree. Um, but, you know, it, it's also another aspect of it pushes me to get my doctor's degree because my brother does have his doctor's degree. He's going to be the first doctor in my family. And if that competitive aspect of it comes out of me like, damn, I need to get my doctor's degree or something. So, you know, I can be called doctor too. Um, what's up, what's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Rhiannon Varela, back on it with our college series. Y'all, I am so excited to launch this series right now we're pre-recording so whenever you get to this episode i literally am stupid excited today we're gonna have my best friend charles literally the brother that i already had and didn't ask for me and charles have had an interesting college career together both in undergrad and in our grad programs i know he's gonna share such a fresh perspective on everything and shine a great light on the pros and cons of university life, both in undergrad and in grad school. I'm going to boost his head a little bit, but I got to do it before I get him on the meeting because I can't have him knowing that I boost his head to other people, you feel me? But 
Charles is literally one of the most hardworking, genuine people that I know. He irritates the shit out of me, but it's a love-hate relationship between the brother and sister at times, you know? But Charles was an athlete, amazing athlete. Um, he got great grades. He's very ambitious, worked very hard, and set himself up to be directly in the position that he's in. So everything that he worked hard for in undergrad and in grad school is actually coming to fruition right now as he just started his career um, in healthcare administration. I'll let him touch base on that and teach you guys what he has as far as his expertise with college. So let me go ahead and get this meeting started. Hopefully he's on time. Let's see if he's in here. No, he's not in here. So I guess I could tell y'all a little bit more. Um, this is gonna be interesting because Charles is very real, raw, and uncut. And um, it, could, it could potentially get a little interesting with us two in this meeting. So, let's, oh, there he is, right there. Hold on, let me get, let me get the speaker on, Chuck. Okay, can you hear me? Hold on. No. Hold on, I just turned the sound off. Okay, okay, talk. Mic'd up, mic'd up. We're mic'd up, check one, two. All right, Chuck, I introduced you a little bit, but I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to the retakers. Go for it, talk, go right. ahead. <laughs> My name is Charles County. I'm one of Rihanna's, you know, friends. I was raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I'm 23 years old. I went to school at Eastern Mexican University. I was a student athlete. Um, I also got my master's degree from um, Eastern Mexico University in business. I currently live in Greeley, Colorado, which is about 30 minutes from Denver. Um, I work as a healthcare administrator. Um, I basically help manage 12 clinics in Weld County. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I got, you know, some siblings and stuff, but we'll get into more detail if you need to know more about me, but that's, 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 that's a little bit about me. Vet, vet, so I just want you to know, Chuck, I boosted your head a little bit, but I didn't want you to hear me boosting your head, so you're just gonna have to play it back to hear it. But the reason why I knew that you needed to be on this podcast, Charles, is because I knew you could shed some light on so many different aspects of your college career. One, athletics. Two, undergrad. Three, grad school. All of those things. But before we get started, I want to ask you, on a level of one to full exposure, how much do I get to expose you today, Charles? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expose it. I don't need to get no, none of my past, none of my college experience. I do not want to get exposed at all. I'm just trying to keep it real, Ron. Uncut, Chuck. Like I want you to learn like, these people something. I know, I know your podcast is about real, raw, uncut, but I'm already real, raw, uncut. I so told them this, bro. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you, real and raw. Uh, but don't expose me. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. They don't need to know all that about. They don't need to know everything about. Well, you me. just expose yourself saying it that way. But let's let's get into it. Okay, Charles. If there were five things you could tell people that you loved and hated about college, what are they? Hate it. I hate it. Portales. <laughs> Portales is in New Mexico, y'all. It's the it's the town that me and Charles and all of our friends went to for our undergrad. Um, but why did you hate Portales, Chuck? Um, it's just, 
there ain't nothing to do out there. You got to make your own fun. Re- yeah, you have to make your own fun. The reason people normally go to Portales, I tell people the only reason people go to Portales is to play sports and get an education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, you ain't going to never, never go there. I got out of there as, as soon as I graduated. I wasn't staying there longer. But some of the things I love, I think, um, obviously, I love that I got my education. Um, so... You know, now that I'm out and about in bigger cities and stuff, I always look at, dang, I should have went to this school, I should have went to this school, I would have had so much fun. Um, but that's kind of where God sent me, so that's kind of where I went. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the next thing that, you know, I really appreciate the most, and these guys are still my friends today, but the friendships that I've made. Um, I normally don't have a lot of friends, I have like a lot of acquaintances, a lot of people that, you know, I know and I talk to, you know, they're cool and I'll talk to them on a regular basis, but I have some like, you know, a great group of friends. Um, that I know I can always count on. Shout out to my boy Johnny, Isaiah, you know, my best friend Reggie, and, you know, my brother. Those are, you know, some of my, you know, my, my closest friends that I still talk to today. Bro, you better shout me out. You know you're going to be a bridesmaid. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, shout out to, you know, to me and too, but I thought they already do. Um, but, you know, people I talk to on a daily basis, and that's something that you can't get, you know, anywhere. You know, that friendship and just real quality friendship. So I've been friends with these these people well over years so um so that's two things that i appreciate it you know i appreciate playing sports there um not a lot of people get to go next level and, and take their talent and get their education paid for um mm-hmm. i think that is so important and i always you know used to try to you know tell some of the football guys like hey you know don't be here bsing on your education because it's getting paid for it and some people can't get their education paid for yeah. and i always tell them like you got to use the system how the system uses you because after we, after we graduate, you know, we are just another number. We are just another good athlete. So I was able to get my master's degree paid for all the way through by football. So I used the system more than they used me. Um, and that's what I always try to preach to, you know, the younger guys that came in. Even older guys, like, that would be their BS and not going to class and stuff. At the end of the day, your education is something you can lean on. So that's, that's three. Um, I think I had a great college experience. Uh, I mean, with partying and having fun and uh, from that aspect, um, I think it could have been better if I went to a bigger school. But hell no, we did I, not I need that for you. Uh, <laughs> I made it work. It was fun. Um, you know, I, I, I had a lot more fun. Well, not a lot more fun. I had a lot of fun. You know, my freshman sophomore year, I was a little wild. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> but uh, as I got into my junior senior, I got into relationships. But I think it's you know, it doesn't matter where you're at. Honestly, you're gonna make fun. You know, regardless where you are with your friends and, and and anything. You don't need a club, and every time they have fun, you can just make fun on your own. So I think um, that was another great thing. And um, let's see, what else? I got my dog. <laughs> I got my first dog in, in, in college. Um, his name's Alakai. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's here with me right now, bringing this damn ball to me every two seconds. But uh, <laughs> that was one thing. Uh, maturity. Maturity. Uh, that took me to another level of maturity because I've always just looked out after myself and now him it's, it's a hassle having to beat him and anytime I want to go out of town he got to go out of town and, and that type of stuff but mm-hmm. overall college was good to me um I'm able to say I'm blessed that I came out with great friends education no debt yeah that's you know, that's your biggest question that, no debt a great yeah a, a, a great you know I had um know a great college football experience so those are some of the, the, the pros but there wasn't really too many cons the cons were portalis it's, it's whack it's you know i don't want to cuss but it's whack 
I would not want to spend any minute longer there than I had to. Why you say whack so, so hard? I'm weak. <laughs> you came in with that. So that's, whack. that's a little. That's there's there. That's whack. It's lame. So. Okay. There's the answers to your first question. What else you got? You don't have any more cons? Honestly, that's that's cool. That's I love that, that you have more pros than cons. I feel like some people obviously do have more cons than they do have pros. But, y'all, just like Charles said, from the jump, our, I, I don't know what we call it, like our class, our cohort, both in undergrad and um, graduate school, we made the fun. You know what I mean? And I think one, one important thing that you could key into from what Charles just told you is the way to have fun. One is to make it. That means getting yourself out there, trying new things, taking yourself out of your comfort zone, getting involved. Like Charles was beyond just a football player and like a good student, y'all. Like he was in Delta Mu Delta. He was the president. He left that part out. That's like a big prestigious um, business thing that took place at Eastern. He did community service. Um, What else did you do? You did stuff with the kids. The football team did stuff with the kids and all those types of things. So he kept himself busy. You know what I mean? And as far as keeping himself busy, he always had his end goal in mind. If that's one thing that I have to praise you for, Chuck, you always had your end goal in mind. People like me, I've struggled. I've kind of went all over the place in college. Like, oh, I like this. Nah, I don't like this. Oh, I like this. Let me try this. But Charles has always said, I want to be a healthcare administrator. I'm going to be a healthcare administrator. And that was always his end goal in mind. So obviously, some people are going to be like me. You're not going to know. And that's totally fine. But if you're like Charles, it's a lot stress-free, <laughs> a lot more stress-free. And you know, you, you're so focused on that one end goal that you're, you're bound to make it there. You know what I mean? So as far as, talk to them a little bit, Chuck, about what it was like setting yourself up to be in the position you're in right now, actually working as a healthcare administrator and kind of touch base on that position and like what you do and things like that. Yeah, so, you know, I'm very religious and I, and I, very, and I believe a lot in, you know, people fulfilling their calling and I really do think, you know, and people know me, um, I'm very blunt, I'm very straightforward, I can come off as aggressive when I talk to people. Um, but I do believe my calling is, is to help people who are unfortunate. I just, just help people in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of the background, how I got into healthcare administration is, um, in high school, well, my best friend's mom, um, she's one of my, you know, biggest inspirations and she, she really doesn't know how much she inspires me, but my best friend's Reggie's mom, she's a healthcare administrator. Um, and so in high school, I started volunteering, um, at the hospital and emergency room department. And I used to just be like, hey, I, I want to be a doctor at first. I want to be a, a PT. I want to be all this stuff, you know. Um, and as I started getting into college, I started ironing down what I wanted to be. Well, before I went to college, I knew I wanted to be a healthcare administrator, but I also wanted to be a clinician, too. So when I first started college off, I um, was, you know, majoring in biology and business. Mm -hmm. And then my um, advisor, Dr. Snyder, um, someone I still talk to to, the, to this day, he's telling me, like, hey, if you drop your, your biology degree, you can... Um, get your business your master's degree in five years and I'm like oh yeah let me drop this like you know it, I, I kind of thought about it for a little but I was like no let me do this to get it paid for mm -hmm. um so that's kind of how I went that route into going to help administration but I think I mean I always tell this and I know me and my brother me and my brother we're, we're like 11 months 12 months apart um and shout out Todd my best friend we're close and I can go tell him anything yeah Todd a future doctor future doctor of chiropractic but um you know, I think it's about surrounding yourself 
with people who are, are, are successful and I want to be successful and you know have that drive I think that's the biggest thing and even with my best friend Reggie we always we always talk about you know who we surround ourselves around who we surround ourselves on like all my friends like my friends not my acquaintances my friends are doing something like my best friend Johnny he he's going he's going to the same school my brother's going to get in his his doctorate in chiropractic my my other best friend Isaiah he just graduated this year in December with his master's degree Rihanna she has her master's degree so that that's kind of I think a big part is surrounding yourself around successful people and now mm-hmm. that I am in my career it only went to the next level um, I'm, I'm surrounded you know with the C I work directly with the CEO of the company and all the chief operating officers and the, the, the other CEOs of the other hospitals around us yes um, so I think this surrounding yourself around those people it, it doesn't it just when you're around those people it just makes you see success a little different like people think you know thirty thousand forty thousand dollars or and it's not be a price you know yeah and the more i work with underserved people i've kind of become more appreciative of what i have and the type of money i have because there are people that just don't have anything that don't have no money so you thinking thirty thousand dollars you know at least you're able to pay your bills not live check to check you know live with a roof of your head and all that stuff um but i think surrounding myself around these people have pushed me to the next level you know i always you know i want to go and get my doctor's degree uh more more so because my brother's gonna have his doctor's degree i'm not gonna lie i'm like dang he can't have a doctor's degree but i have a master's degree um but you know it's also another aspect of it pushes me to get my doctor's degree because my brother does have his doctor's degree he's gonna be the first doctor in my family and if that competitive aspect comes out of me like damn i need to get my doctor's degree or something so you know i can be called doctor too um Even when I talk to him and I'm, you know, I'm in, in Texas with him and I'm with his friend group, you know, they're all successful people. You know, he doesn't surround himself around bums. Um, and I hate to use the word bums, but you surround yourself around people who want to get to the next level. Yes. Um, and 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 you as a friend, you should always. And I'm very, you know, adamant about this. But I'm not gonna tell any of my friends what they want to hear. I'm gonna be straightforward and tell them like, hey, you bullshitting, or hey, you know, that's not for you. You know, and I still do it to my friends today. Nash is, you know, me. Uh, but kind of how I got into my position, it's, it's low-key a, a, a blessing in disguise. And, and God works in mysterious ways because I got a, 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 a great job during COVID, one of the worst seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 23 years old. I should not be in the position I am. I always say I shouldn't be in the position I am. I am, And, and other people tell me, you should. You earned it. You, you're, you know, you're a good leader. You, you, you're good at what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, um, I met this guy named Drew Dostal. Um, and I met him through our chancellor, Dr. Elwell, and his wife. And, you know, I used to go to, you know, Martin Luther King breakfasts with them and other breakfasts just because I was so involved with school. Um, I had a good relationship with our president. He introduced, introduced me to um, Drew Dostal, who was a healthcare administrator, who then basically networked me with all kinds of other people. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to this guy named Hoyt and this girl named Mitzi, or this woman named Mitzi. And Mitzi now is my current boss. Um, but he had told me that Mitzi might hire me on spot when she talked to me. And it's crazy because she didn't hire me on spot, but she tried, she created a position for me at our, at, at Sunrise Community Health. Yeah. So she didn't hire me on spot, but she created a whole position just for me. Um, so that's what I do. Now I, I work and I help manage 12 clinics. Um, and it's just crazy to see how networking can, 
what it could do for you. Just getting out there and being involved in the community, being involved in, in sports and knowing people, you know, it's just pushed me to another aspect. Yes. So I got the job as the executive project coordinator at um, Sunrise Community Health. Um, so kind of what I do is I sit on the executive team, which is the highest the highest part of the hospital you can sit on. Mm-hmm. to be executives and executives consist of CEO uh, COO which is chief operating officers the chief financial officer every highest position sits on that team so I sit a part of that team and I help make decisions um, for um, the hospital and the clinics and kind of like what we want to do and so a lot of big decisions and I also um, take on the aspect of you know project management so I, I've, I run projects from start to finish and I work with every single department of hospital from IT to to the clinicians to you know finance because when you're hosting projects you have to involve a lot of people yeah to win it so you know I can be you know building a new clinic I got to make sure to make sure it's in our budget I got to make sure that it's in compliance I got to make sure that we can staff it so a lot of that stuff takes place and that's the one thing I like to love about my job is not only that I get to work with the underserved and work with people who don't don't have anything but I get to work with a lot of different individuals to bring together one cohesive project um, so that is a little bit about what I do um, and I am so grateful for the position I am in especially yes. with how society is going right now um, and I always tell my friends I've even told Rihanna and I, I've told Callie like you know it might be hard to get a job right now but I'd rather see you take your time and struggle to find something that you want to do and something that you're passionate about than to just go get any job anywhere just so you can pay the bills because once you start paying the bills and you start buying a house you kind of get stuck into that scene and it's hard to get out so you know that 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 saying that you know if you really love it it's not work and i really love my job so i don't mind going to work i don't mind doing what i'm doing um and that's why i tell my friends hey like make sure you um, you find something you want to do. I know everyone needs money. I know everyone has to support themselves, but I rather struggle a little bit for t- to find something that makes me feel um, good inside. That makes me feel like I'm fulfilling my calling. I'm fulfilling my purpose. Than to just be working a nine to five just so I can pay my bills. So Bye. that's something I would say to the public and to everyone is is find something that you really want to do. Because if you're passionate about it, it's not work. You wake up. I don't ever wake up. You know going into work I don't ever wake up if I'm there late because I love what I'm doing and then you see you see the the difference that you're making and you're seeing the difference on the patients well from my eyes I see the difference on the patients and and everything that I'm doing and how it's helping others so that's one thing that's some advice that I have yeah that's y'all if there's one thing I would say Chuck I know I don't say this to you enough but I am genuinely so proud of my brother like everything that I've said y'all when I say Charles is like one of the most ambitious people I know, he is truly that. One thing that you were saying all in the midst that, that I feel is very important for people to really key into is the networking portion of it. Um, some of the greatest advice that I ever received in college was, it's not uh, it's not who you know, it's who knows you, okay? So normally, normally people say it's not what you know, it's who you know. The best advice I got was, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Because if you're out there networking, you know, you might know so-and-so. Like, for example, Charles might have known Mitzi's name, but Mitzi didn't know his name at first. He had to put himself in a position to be networking and get his face 
in her face essentially so she could know who he was and that's what I feel like Charles focused on a lot in college um I do want to get back to a little bit though if there's another thing I'll say that you knew how to balance and I don't know how the hell you did it Chuck but it was work and play Charles had like a very, very, very strict schedule. I'll let him get into it. And I also want you to get into football for any athletes that are um, listening in. But he had a very strict schedule, y'all. Like, I remember Chuck calling me 6.30 in the morning talking about, girl, what you still sleeping for? Like, what are you calling me for, Chuck? I just went to bed at 3 a.m. He knew how to work hard and he knew how to play harder, okay? So he'd wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. He'd go work out. He'd go to school. He'd go to practice. He'd do his homework. We'd meet in the lab. Like, it was all types of different things that were pulling him in all types of different directions. So how did you learn how to balance working hard and playing harder? So I want to touch on the aspect of knowing people real quick just because you mentioned that. But, no, it's definitely about who you know. I don't care what anyone tells you. I have a master's degree. And when I was first applying for jobs, I was applying for jobs that I was overqualified for. You know what I mean? But until I put myself into a position to network with people is is when I started getting calls back. Because if someone refers you, it's a lot it's a lot more likely for you to for them to call you than for you just because no one we don't have the time to sit there and look at applications and, and resumes. You have to do something different. And that for everyone who's applying for jobs right now, that's something I would say. Um, and putting yourself in front of the people who make the decision. So, yeah. you know, right now I'm in the best position because, I, I mean, I can't go any higher than what I am right now unless I become COO or the CEO. Um, but I know that my, my CEO, she sees everything I do. So when positions line up next, I'm already in front of her vision rather than someone who's a clinic manager or someone who has a master's degree, but they don't see you. So being seen is important. Um Back to the time management skills and all that stuff. I've just always been very, um, I've just always been a planner. I mean, Rihanna can tell you, I, care, I used to in college, I used to have a planner. And I used to write everything down. And I, and I still do it to this day. I have a, a, a schedule, you know, through my work that we put. I put everything on my schedule, even when I'm getting a haircut or if I need to take Alakai to the vet or anything. It's time my out. schedule. I don't, I don't leave anything out because... Disclosure, yeah. y'all. Charles would take this planner so far as to one time he literally wrote in the freaking planner. I tell everybody this. He literally wrote annoy Rhiannon in the freaking planner. I could not. And when he was done annoying me, he crossed it out. It was done for the day. I was like, I cannot. But go ahead. Keep going, Chuck. No, and I definitely, I, I mean... One thing you could say is I never show up late to anything. I, I normally don't miss anything or forget anything. And so I write it down and I put it in a planner. And I have a fulfillment item. I don't know if it's just me, but I know a lot of people have it. It's when I have a task to do and I cross it out, it's like makes me feel good for some reason. Um, so I've always just been really good in the organization aspect. And it's helped me a lot in my career because I have so many tasks to do. Um, that I'm just glad that I mean, it's just an attribute that I was blessed with. Um, and then just juggling, you know, you know, sports and school. Um, see, most and I, and I hate to speak bad on athletes, but most athletes just come to play sports, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna crush anyone's dream on if you want to go to the NFL or all that stuff. But I always tell all of them, you need to use this system how it uses you, because even when you get to the NFL. When you when 
you're done playing your time and stuff, what are you going to fall back on? You know, those coaches and those general managers, they don't care about you as much as they care about the next star that's coming up. And yeah. the next star that's coming up. You know, when you're recruiting, the definition of recruiting is, is it's finding someone to replace you. So finding someone to take your spot or replace you or make us better. So I think from that aspect, you know, more athletes need to take, you know, education more seriously. And, and it sounds so damn cliche, but... Facts. I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm a great example of it because I have a master's degree and I didn't pay one dollar for it. I had my my school, my football um, program pay for all of it, but I didn't BS in school. I wasn't taking my credit hours. I wasn't doing the very minimum to make sure I was eligible to play the next season. Mm-hmm. No, I took 18 credit hours every every semester. It kept me busy, but guess what? I came out debt free. I mean, I didn't stay an extra year. I I I, I did it. In, in four and a half, five years. Mm-hmm. So, I think a lot of people don't take it seriously, and, and I, I'm glad to see a lot of my, you know, friends just graduated. Um, our co, our ex football players just graduated. Um, and but I don't, I don't know their their old backstory, but a lot of them came from JUCOs and to, and then into. But I know a lot of us just didn't, didn't take it serious. And I wasn't the greatest student in college. I mean, in high school, I'm not gonna lie. High school, I did the very minimum. I don't know. I'm telling you, God must have dropped something on me because I don't know what I did that turned my head around in college. <laughs> but in high school, I tell people I had like a 2.2 GPA. What? I was the guy who was, I'm not lying, I was the guy who was copying homework. Bro, I did not know this. Did, yeah, doing homework during snap break. All that. I was having, you know, girls do my homework. I was not a student in college. No, I mean, in, not college, in high school. I was not a student. When I got to college, you know, I took it serious. I really did take it serious for some reason. And, and I graduated with undergrad with like a 3.68 GPA, and I graduated with my master's degree with 4.0. So um, I just think that, you know, more more student athletes, and not even just football players, all basketball players. And honestly, any, any one of them you talk to, I, I bet a good 90% of them are, especially if you're going to Portales, you damn sure are going to, bat, to Portales to play sports. Yeah. You could not ask one football player on the football team and say, hey, did you go to Portales uh, to get your education? No, they're going to tell you, hell no, I came here to play football. Yeah. Unless they were from Portales. So um, I think um, balancing the two, I mean, you got to find something that works for you. But the more you're involved, the more you're kept busy, the more you don't do anything that's bad. And that yeah. sounds cliche too, but if you got to get up and go to lifts, and I'm telling you, football, you know, we used to lift in the morning. And then you still have your schoolwork, and then if you're involved with other, you know, you know, like Safe Ride or any other, you know, departments or um, stuff, you have stuff to do for them. And then you have you have meetings, which take up basically everything. You have meetings, and then lift, and then you got to go to the training room. So your schedule is already that pack field. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I will say that has transitioned so well for me is having a busy schedule and be able to multi- uh, be able to to do a lot of things at one thing because when I got into healthcare when I became a healthcare administrator it's so fast paced and it's even more fast paced with COVID yeah. 100% more fast paced and one thing that my, my the CEO of my company always I, I admires me for and she tells everyone is Charles just takes in she always says I, I knew Charles played some type of offense in um, his career because I, I played offense my whole career until I got to college She's like, because every time I pass him a pass, he just takes it and runs. And, okay, okay. Uh, but a lot of people, a lot of 
people struggle with having a lot of stuff on their plate. Yeah. You know, a lot of people start to get, you know, nervous and antsy and they just can't focus because it's like, I need to do this, 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 this. And I told my boss, I said, coming from a busy schedule, like all the time, it doesn't even bother me. It's, it's like so normal to me just to, oh, I got to do this, this and this. Or I'm, you know what I mean? Busy all day. And, and a lot of people kind of adapt to that. Um, and me and her talked about it. I told her, I said, honestly, when I sit on the hiring committees, I mean, I do sit on a lot of hiring committees. I said, if there's ever an athlete on that committee that's applying for the job, he'll always get my vote. Not just because he's an athlete, but because I know the type of uh, schedule they come from. Yeah. So they got to have some type of, you know, of those qualities. So that's one thing me and her talk about. Um, but yeah, did that answer your question? Yeah, that definitely answers the question. I'm glad you going into detail for me. I'm not even talking much. This is, you see how me and Charles clashed as as friends, y'all? You see this? We used to go off on each other. We still go off on each other, but it's been good. Me and Chuck have known each other since our freshman year, back when he was wilding out. He told me I can't expose him, but he already gave, he gave a quick little lead way into that. Um, I do think, yeah. though, that you can give some people some advice on this. So, Charles did tell you, you know, his freshman year, his sophomore year, he had a good time in college. Typical college boy out there doing his thing, good and bad, whatever. But uh, Charles did have some relationships in college. What types of advice would you have for people as far as pursuing relationships, ending relationships, all those types of things? Uh, well, I, well, I stumped his ass right there, y'all. You see it? <laughs> uh, you know, the more I went through both of my relationships, the more I learned about relationships. Uh, but everyone's gonna be different. Now I was wild in that, you know, freshman sophomore <laughs> with both, with all my friends. So you know, when I got into relationships, people were like, "Stop! Like, what the heck? You in a relationship?" You know, I was not, you know, in a relationship, dude. As far as relationship, I think at the end of the day, from my experience, it comes down to like three things. I think. I think. Obviously, everyone's going to say loyal and trust and all that. Yeah, that comes with any relationship. That doesn't even just, that's not even just a, a, you know, a girlfriend and boyfriend relationship. That's a brother and sister relationship, a a friendship, me and my friend relationship. That's a, you know, a a relationship with my my dog. You know, my dog trusts me. So, you know, if we're walking down this path and I'm walking, he's going to walk too. So, trust and loyalty goes with anything, obviously. Now, if you're going to ask me if I, um, what was your question with Vicente and them? Loyalty or love, love versus I loyalty? 